Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. You most certainly are right around the country wherever you might be. A very warm welcome to you. We've got a lot going on. You can get involved anytime you like. 0499 736 736. You know what to do. I feel like I'm preaching, but I also feel like if you haven't downloaded the Watchdog app yet, you're totally missing out. So download it, open a Black Book account, and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. James Vandermutt, hello to you. Hello to you, Mr Cam Luke. I'm happy to be here once again. How are you travelling? I'm really well. Mate, I'd be worried about you today because it's wet, it's windy, it's oh. cold, it's 10 degrees here, but it was a little <laughs> warmer today out at Hillsville, but not overly much warmer. How'd you handle it? I'm not sure it was, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it was it was bitterly cold, and the good news is I'm, I'm, I'm actually sitting right in front of the fireplace. That's where I've set up good. shop here today because it's that cold. It's one of those gas heaters, but it looks like it's real timber. Um, so I'll just keep tricking myself into thinking I'm sitting in front of a Canara. But, yeah, we've got the uh, the racing on, the, everything's set up, and I'm in the, the best seat in the house. But it was it was freezing up there today. Yeah. We, we trialled a few dogs. We raced a dog and, yeah, calling as well and going up and down the stairs in the wintry conditions. I definitely felt it, that's for sure. But what were you going up and down the stairs for, mate? Just stay in the box is my advice. Oh. No, we were trialling a couple of dogs, so I like to let them out a few times uh, through the day and make sure they're, they're not getting locked up in the sense that they're, they're not being able to walk around and, and stay mobile throughout the day before they trial. And then we were, we were racing a dog as well. So it was, a pretty, uh, it was a pretty busy little day up the straight for the team. We've only got a handful of dogs in work and, and are all at uh, Hillsville today, either racing or trialling. So it was a pretty busy day. Well, before we get into, uh, obviously, today, the weekend, tonight, a couple of days to go, all the rest of it, uh, how did they go? How'd you go? We, we spoke a little bit about yeah. your kennel. Yeah, we had a really nice winner last week. Um, Aston Latham had his first start and, and he won impressively. We gave him a trial today after the last race and he missed the kick, which he's, he's still got a lot to learn, but his run home times were very good. Uh, we had another one that was coming back from an injury. She had her first run back and she actually ran a PB, so we're quite pleased with her. And then the race dog, he won race number two. His name was Scott Hugh. Um, he was first up for the kennel. He missed the kick quite badly as well. I, I don't know what's happening at the moment, but uh, he missed it by about a length and a half, two lengths, but got the inside run, and he won by, I think, about four at the end. So he looks... Look, t today, honestly, was just a run for a bit of fitness. We thought, let, let him have a run in a race where he can, you know, challenge some other runners and, and see where he gets to. We, we knew 300 metres was going to be a little bit too short for yep. him, um, but he got to the front at about halfway and, and ran right away. So we're hopeful that he's, he's going to be a nice dog when he steps up in distance, but you can only take it one run at a time. And we honestly didn't think he was going to win. I think he opened up $1.85 or something today. I thought it was ludicrous. And as it turned out, the punters or the, the bookmakers got this one right. Get involved wherever you might be around the country. Does it give you a great more bit of confidence going forward now that after what happened today? Mm -hmm. Yeah, look, and especially, look, we were a bit surprised. I've only given yeah. him two trials, this dog. He's, he's had three months off, um, first up in a race, and, and, and we weren't expecting, you know, too much. But what, what really pleased me was the overall time. He went 16.96, which is faster than what he'd been trialling. And, look, good race dogs, in my opinion, they, they find more on race day. And that there are plenty of dogs around that trial really quickly but don't actually perform that well on race day where you can find those dogs that, that don't necessarily go hell for leather in a trial and they can come out against opposition and go to another level. It's almost like Dustin Martin at three-quarter time or yeah. in the third quarter in a grand final. They find a way to be better and, and they're the kind of, you know, racing animals or, or athletes or whatever it may be that you, you really want to get behind. 
All right. Now, going forward, where does it go next? Yeah, probably going to have a trial next week and then go for some mixed six and seven heats. Uh, both today's winner and last week's winner are, are targeting that. Just depending on how they trial, first go over 350 next week. That'll be the plan. But if uh, if one of them isn't to trial as well as we, we hope or there's too much difference between the pair, um, one will go to the, the six and seven heats on the Sunday, which is for Greyhounds with one to two wins. The other one will probably just go to the Tuesday meeting two days later and, and try and pick off a, a slightly easier race. So plenty of planning, uh, plenty of water to still go under the bridge as well for that planning to work. But that's the uh, the plan and we'll, we'll see what plays out. Yeah, I think as, as a trainer of, of any, whether it be a, a thoroughbred, a, a standard bred or a, a greyhound, you, you need to have some kind of plan and uh, something to work toward, I think, with your animals. And, and if you can do that, and especially when you can pull off that plan, you know, yep. it might be something that you only set up for a tier three race at Hillsville, but it might take you, you know, seven weeks of getting up early and doing everything right to try and get this dog to perform on that day. And when it all comes off, it's a very, very nice feeling. All right, fair bit to get into. But first, before we do, do you want to just give me a tip at Horsham? Yeah, I'll bring up the, uh, the fields now at Horsham. We've got... Uh, we're halfway through the card, aren't we? Race number seven. So they're spearing through pretty quickly. Fearless Pigeon won the uh, the previous race. Uh, we've been speaking about that greyhound all the time and uh, just keeps on getting better. This uh, this next race, look, it looks like Balbina Bale's going to be really hard to beat. I was speaking to Team Dalebridge at Hillsville a couple of weeks ago and they, they couldn't believe that this greyhound won at Bendigo. It was back on the 7th of May at, at $31 because they, they believe she's got a pretty good motor. She showed that last week winning up at Horsham in a quick 23 flat. If she runs 23 flat here, I think she wins. There's no doubting that. Um, I do think Banjo Burt's a bit of a danger drawn box number four, but he does like to, to shift up the track. So if he's shifting away from the rail, creating space for Balbina Bale, I think the two is going to be too good. I also think the four is going to eye-catchingly finish. So what Here it's going go. to do, Cam, it's going go. to drop back and storm home at the end. So if you're on Balbina Bale, you don't want to see Mahogany Jet within touch turning for home because the four's got a very powerful finish. I, I do like when you essentially not just give us what we should have a couple of dollars on, but you tell me exactly how the race is going to pan out because I already know whatever your tip's going to win. So the only other <laughs> surprise for me is when we're able to watch the race and see how it goes. Well, it's, it's such a good feeling, too. I was, I was talking before about planning a greyhound to prepare them for a race, but when, you, when you're looking at, at punting and, and, and you try and do the form, it's probably a little bit like the gallops where you do mm -hmm. your speed maps and things like that. But when you, when you do the form, and I think I backed one last Thursday night. It wasn't Sandow. I think I said it was the best bet of the program. Was I with Johnny or was I with you last Thursday? No, with Johnny last Might Thursday, John. yep. Yeah, and I said um, one in, the, in a late race at Sandown that's going to get this kind of run. The red's going to lead, roll off, and we're going to push through. And... It just worked. It just went right to script. And there, there is honestly no better feeling when you've sat there and you've scrambled through replays, drawn up your speed maps, and it all goes to plan. It's such a, a nice feeling. And it's, oh, look, it's, you can tap yourself on the back, and it's a, it's a pretty good achievement. Let's hope it works here. We need the two to get far enough ahead. We need the three to give it space early. And then we need to hold off the fast-finishing blue mahogany jet. Let's do it. At the start and moving in, Belbina Bale, the favourite. Ahead of Banjo Bird as they move in. Runners getting set. Race seven today, they're moving in. 210 Balbina Bale, 350 Banjo Bird, six Mahogany Jet, 750 Ingaroli. Odds are right, evens coming in. Just about right to go. This is race seven today, third leg of the quaddy. 
All in, track cleared, green lights on. They're set to go, ready for the seventh. Racing and Banjo Bird flew out straight across to lead, settling down from Balbina Bale and Ingarolli going up on the inside. And they're followed by Mahogany Jet as Banjo Bird set up a good break early to Balbina Bale, Ingarolli, Mahogany Jet, Invictus Caleb, Roxy Tequila, Roxy Rum Pumper, and well back Star Shooter. In the straight, Banjo Bird in front with Balbina Bale finishing a hard. Banjo Bird in front and Banjo Bird's just beaten Balbina Bale. Third, Mahogany Jet and fourth, Ingarolli. And uh, they were followed by Invictus Caleb, Star Shooter. Roxy Tequila, Roxy Rum Pumper, and the run there is 23.20. Talk to me. Yeah, look, the race almost perfect to speak, yeah. except for the fact Banjo Burt had clearly beaten Balbina Bale out. 10.13 uh, to the first peg from Banjo Burt is, is absolutely scorching. To put that in perspective, last start from box two, Banjo Burt came out in 10.40, so has began about five lengths quicker, and, and that's, that's where he's won the race. He, he led Balbina Bale, who's gone down half a length, the race almost ran perfect to script. Mahogany Jet flashed home to run third, but unfortunately we, we just fell short there with Balbina Bale. But hopefully the punters were, were able to follow the lead from the three, box them in a trifecta, and they'll cut a nice profit. There you go. That's what we're doing. Now, before we're still five minutes away from the 7th of Geelong, a little bit to talk about from the weekend, but I do want to ask you, what have you made? Have you seen much of Horsham in Geelong earlier today? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I was trialling the dogs and then it was teeming down rain, so I was ducking for cover, but there Fair. have been a couple. I was just noticing Fearless Pigeon winning before we, uh, before we went to air. Uh, one that, that, that I should mention, Geelong race number one, um, Okai Mum. This is the description of a greyhound trainer who does not give up. Has had, I think, 56 starts prior to today. Uh, hadn't won a race. Goes out as a $19 chance from box number eight at Hillsville and racks up career win number one. The Greyhounds almost, in fact, turns four on the 16th of June, so almost four years of age. That's just about the retirement age. 57 starts for one win. That is a huge effort, and, and congratulations to Andrew Morrison. What, you know, at what point do you go, this dog's just never going to win a race? I reckon that point's now. Well, proved us wrong, though, didn't it? <laughs> Got out from box eight, 23.50. Time was slow, but... Oh, by gee, like, to, to go around that many times, it'll never it's win again. It'll never win again. This is what I say about gallops. And you, uh, yes. so every every horse at every opportunity, every horse that runs, I reckon, that has multiple races, has an opportunity to win the race. And so once you get in a ten plus, you have at least one opportunity to win a race. And then if it doesn't, when that opportunity is presented, it will never win again. And if they do win one, they either gain a fair bit of confidence from it, but more often than not, they never win again. Yeah, well, to have, to have 56, 56 starts in Maiden Company, yeah, and, and not have won a race, and then to come out at start 57 and win it, it's not looking too positive. Right. But you'd, you'd almost, as the trainer, as the owner, go, well, well let's retire this greyhound on a, on a crazy winning note because, you know, not too many greyhounds do end up retiring on top of the world, and this greyhound's uh, been able to get the job done. So, yeah, 57 starts. I actually came up with, uh, with a little stat, too, that the kennel we've got at the moment, and, and this doesn't happen too often, Every single greyhound that we've got in our racing kennel here has has never lost a race for us since we've been training them. So it's, it's, it's like a pack of black caviar sitting out there. I was only chatting about it to the old man on the way home. We've only got three greyhounds in work, three racing dogs at the moment, but um, one of them's had three starts for three wins and the other two were young dogs and they've both had a, a start for a win. So can't complain. The other greyhound that I thought we'd mention is Spot on Mick, 114 starts for one win. 
and he's uh, he's on the gap waiting list, so he's about to uh, to head to a couch. But uh, look, give credit to these people who who continue to, to to do it. They obviously don't do it for the money; they do it for the enjoyment. And yeah, to have a greyhound with 114 starts for just one win, it's it's a pretty crazy stat, really. Remarkable. <laughs> I, but I do love the passion. I love the persistence from these type of stories. Yeah, exactly right. And I think that's what it's all about at the end of the day, to, to show that they can keep bouncing out and uh, keep doing the same thing and, and, and trying to get that, uh, that win. It's, it's, it's very encouraging to see. Race number six at Geelong was, was probably a bit of a highlight down there. Aussie yep. built was $1.10. Yep. Um, should never have been $1.10. One by seven lengths, but uh, I, I wouldn't have taken $1.10 on, on this runner. He, he's a little bit hit or miss. He can give them a bit of a head start, but today he began with them. He just had enough speed to go through and leave, but... There was pressure on in the early part, and if you took the dollar ten, you would have been, uh, you'd have been a little bit itchy, I think, at halfway. But uh, he got the job done, as it turned out. Uh, race seven at Geelong. No dollar fifty pop. Is that beatable? I think not. Uh, last start behind alumni was in a mix four and five. Superior form to to what uh, he comes up against today. He's got form behind uh, well-built Omega Gringo, Brother Soldier, Weblex Scout and Alumni. That form is so far ahead of what uh, what he's racing against today that he should just win. Um, Erupting Avatar's been racing well, got within four and a quarter lengths at Masai Mara, two back at Ballarat. I, I think that Mas, uh, Masai Mara would probably be a genuine chance to win this race. So I'm gonna go eight on top. I think the two is probably gonna run second. Um, and then for those who want to play at a, a little bit of a trifecta or a first four, I'd, I'd be throwing the four in amongst them as well uh, for third and fourth Frothies Friday. But I don't think they can beat Magnus Bale. Erupting Avatar is probably the only greyhound that can. And when you go back five runs ago, Erupting Avatar went 22.77 at Geelong. Magnus Bale last week went 22.79. So there probably shouldn't be the, the price difference that there is at the moment. You're getting $1.50 for the pink. But overall form, I just think the eight's the, the runner to beat. Maybe even play the Quinella. You might get $1.80 to Quinella, and it might be, uh, hopefully, pretty easy viewing. Let's do it then as we head towards a race seven. A pretty, uh, well, it looks like a very wet and soggy Geelong. At Geelong, I'll tell you what, the temperature's none too generous. It's uh, the mercury is battling to get above eight degrees at the moment it's it's been a pretty chilly day overall and uh, pretty dismal weather-wise right throughout the state so at the start now for race number seven at the start four and five as we said after the first two eggs magnus Vale going around a tucson from box eight the pink vest running 400 meters here Aria lady to go to the inside box three vacant see me bespoke in five box seven is Katie Cordes, Erupting Avatar 2, Frothy's Friday, Box 6 vacant. Magnus Vale, the hot favourite, Box 8 for the Pink Fest. They're going in and set to go. Green light. Stand by for a start. About to run. Racing. Magnus Vale on the outside. Jumped away well. It's going to accelerate around the outside on tackle for the lead now. There goes Magnus Vale. It's shot away coming up the back straight. Five in front up to second. Here's Katie Corliss. A gap there to erupting Avatar. They were followed by Frothy's Friday. Then came Mario Lady. And see me bespoke in the straight. It went very wide. Magnus Vale. But it's got a shot to ribbons here. And Magnus Vale down to the line to win by about six or seven. Second spot to go to Katie Corliss. Third to be Frothy's Friday. Erupting Avatar next. And then came see me bespoke. And back at the rear of the field. Mario Lady. Race time showing around 22.86. 8, 7 and 4. It did go a little wide, but it wins extremely comfortably. But uh, the shock, I'm assuming, is uh, the 7 running a nice second. Oh, have I lost James Vandermont? I believe that I might have. Have I lost your brother?
Uh, you've got me. Sorry, no, mate. I got just you had back. That's all all my levels were, were not <laughs> correct there. But no, look, I was listening. And yeah, Magnus Bale, look, um, it, was, it was probably always going to win the race. It was the, the shock was the two being a bit disappointing, I think, because it began so well and, and was right up on the speed. But once Magnus Bale put the pressure on, uh, the, the Czech erupting avatar just couldn't go with. And, and you're right, Katie Cordes ran a good race, got to got to a nice second, pays about $5 top tote to run a place. And the other greyhound that we suggested would probably fill a hole was Frothy's Friday. Frothy's Friday got in for third. So it wasn't a perfect race. If the, the two had been second, we would have been uh, counting the dollars. But the on top tip getting home at the shorts, Magnus Bale. There we go. Uh, eight, seven and four. We're going to squeeze a breakaway. Horsham race, eight, seven minutes away. Fair bit to go through over the weekend as well and plenty more as we look towards a big weekend and week in the world of greyhounds. Make sure you download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account, never miss your favourite greyhound racing again. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. James Vandermart and Cam Luke are right around Australia and get involved anytime you like. 0499 736 736. Make sure you download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite greyhounds racing again. Race out at Horsham in three minutes' time so we'll be able to squeeze a little bit of news, what's getting around or whatever you want to talk about. Jimmy, what's on your mind? Yeah, not a lot on my mind at the moment, uh, Cam. I was just sitting there actually in the ad break and uh, I hadn't realised that my signal had dropped and, and that I was uh, sitting there without even realising that I wasn't even connected. So lucky, mate, lucky that uh, that I was able to realise at the last minute and get it all under control from uh, from my end. But uh, look, there's not a whole lot kicking around. And I, I actually, I, I spoke to John today and I said it's, it's for, for once in the year... It's a pretty rare occurrence. It, it almost feels like it's a little bit of a quiet time, which is actually quite nice because we do have the Pink Diamond series, which is is commencing, and we're seeing the heats in the semi-finals uh, being run this week into next, and of course uh, June 18 up at Bendigo Friday night. Uh, it's going to be enormous up there. It's going to be huge, really. Uh, a week and a half away. Races are worth like $75,000 to the winner for that uh, Pink Diamond series. There's a whole heap of different feature events. It's going to be a massive night. But it, it almost feels a little bit like the calm before the storm, which is probably a good thing because uh, we always say how it's it's so full on and there's so much great racing everywhere we look. And, yeah, there's still great racing. And we'll, we'll touch on the uh, the feature race, the, the inaugural running of the Horizon in, in just a moment down at Sale. But it is nice to to have a little bit of a quiet time, I guess, before we, we kick off toward that uh, Pink Diamond series and, and the finals up at Bendigo. Current situation in Victoria, and uh, touch wood that it hopefully comes to a, an end somewhat sooner than later, rather than later. But in saying that, I've got to say this too, that uh, obviously GRV and, and last year through quarantine and everything that we went through did an amazing job. Have you noticed much difference in the last couple of weeks outside of the, the, the major, hey, no fans allowed on track? Yeah, I look, the, as I said last time, the participants have been really good, Cam. They, they, they do what they have to to, to continue to, to be able to race and to continue to race safely. Obviously, it's, it's a little bit stressful. I think this is lockdown number four. And have you, have you heard of any news as to whether or not we will be coming out of the lockdown uh, at the end of the week? I, I, I try and steer clear of the news at the moment. Yeah, look, news reports suggesting, but who, who knows what is going to happen and, and anyone's guesses as, as, yeah. as anyone else's, unfortunately. And, in this situation and hopefully as regional gets eased and has eased a little bit the last three or four days hopefully with so many cases linked and yeah that's the big thing to be able to know where these cases come from i think it's a big thing in in helping us get yeah. through the uh or find the light of this hopefully short tunnel now race eight horsham what do you like here you got one for me good betting yeah 
And I was going to say too quickly on that last topic as well, mate, that uh, it may well be a little bit of time too before participants are allowed yeah. back on track. But once again, we, we just have to push the fact that when you can get on track, don't take it for granted. If you want to go to a good night of racing, don't say, no, I'll go next time. Just jump in the car, drive down to the track and, and have a good night out. And if you haven't been to a, a Greyhound track like a Sandown, the Meadows or even a Hillsville on a Sunday, bucket list it and get out there because it is it is great fun. Pretty keen here on number four, super big. Just loves Horsham, knows the track inside out. It's been running into a couple of good greyhounds when he's raced up here at the uh, the track and distance. Hence, three wins. Uh, sorry, three runs, no wins, but three placings. So I think this is his race to uh, to lose. I'm pretty keen on uh, on number four, super big. And at the price, he's currently three seventy local tote you could probably have an each way play on him number four let's get it home jack sunny 850 cracker jack uh, moonflower 950 and it's 14 tig along rebel and 34 dafs farrah moving in favorite in four super big odds are right evens coming in and they are set to go this is horsham race eight the green light comes on now and they're set to go ready race eight Set. Racing. Super big out pretty well. Second early is Moonflower across to lead. Super big going up as Crackerjack Sunny. Crackerjack Keg not far away, followed by Esme and further back Moa Meadow. Well back as Tigalong uh, Rebel on the tail end of Daffs Farrah. Up to the corner, super big wide out. Let go with a good run. Goes up to join Crackerjack Sunny on the rail. They turn together. Moa Meadow back on the rail. Super big Crackerjack Sunny. Moa Meadow getting up on the rail, but Crackerjack Sunny takes the lead to super big. And Crackerjack Sunny is one. Moa Meadow second to super big and Tigalong Rebels run on to get fourth and they're followed by Esme Moonflower and the last couple are Daffs Farrah and Crackerjack Keg. Run there is 27 Three, five and four, three, five and four. And it's it must like... be said too that uh, when Super Ooh. Big, when they came around, I was reaching for the music, but uh, Crackerjack Sunny at a nice oh. price was able to fight back. Now, uh, Moa Meadow runs second and Super Big just flattened out the last 50 or so. It was disappointing. Uh, super big. Got into a beautiful place, turning for home. And like I said, it was a nice each-way play, but when you're turning for home, you don't worry about the each-way play. You worry about the win play. And uh, where he was, he looked a, a huge chance just to sail away. And uh, Mum and, and my little man have just walked out uh, from a, an afternoon nap. And, and his name is Sonny. I should have backed Cracker Jack Sonny. Yeah. What was I doing? Uh, I, I $15, know. it's paid, and, and I didn't have a cent on. And he's just come out, he's yelling at me now, the little man. He's saying, you know, if you see a dog called Cracker Jack Sonny, anything to do with Sonny, have a bet on it. I've learnt my, uh, I've learnt my lesson, that's for sure. Yeah, and so well you should, and I understand why he's grumpy and giving Dad a spray, because uh, at a price like that, <laughs> could have kept him in diapers uh, oh. very comfortably for many a year to come. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Hey, quick question as well for you, Cam. Yes. Uh, before we get to the news, mate, I, I just want to know what's going to happen, and you might not be able to answer this, and I very rarely ask you many questions. You're normally asking me the questions, but I've, I've just come to the table here, and I'm just wondering what's going on with football tips because I do football tips at a local pub. Mm -hmm. I was starting to make ground, but I was spotting the leader a few tips, and we're starting to claw our way back in, but now games are all over the place. Um, there, there's Obviously, we're in lockdown now, so we can't actually... Put our tips in. What do you think is going to happen there? Is it going to be a refund? Does the leader get some more money than the rest of the people who are behind? Or, or what happens in this crazy world? Well, it, it all sort of depends uh, on whoever's running. So who's running it for you? Is it the local pub, is it, or something? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a local pub. So we, we go in there, you get yourself a free pint yeah. when you, uh, you put your footy tips in, which is a great ploy. And um, we end up having dinner there and spending $80. So it works out beautifully for the, uh, the pub. But yeah, I, I was just interested because I felt like we're starting to claw our way back in. And it's not like you can go online like so many people do now and do the online footy tips. This is, you have to be there, you have to fill out your... You, you form the, the original footy tip card that we all remember from years ago. And, and when games are changing, not being played, they're pushed down the, you know, later in the year. And even now, the fact that we can't actually go in, I wonder what's going to happen. I reckon I they you might, might know. I reckon they might just... I'm just guessing. I reckon they might just give you... Everyone gets the home team. So, essentially, uh, no one loses or gains any ground in these uh, couple of weeks of which we currently sit. And then you've got to continue to find that momentum I like to that. get back to life. Uh, hopefully in a normal way soon. I, I knew you'd have an answer for me, now, and that does make great sense. So now, beautifully it, done, Cam, and I think they will do that. I you, hope they do if that. If your pub finds another way and uh, you lose momentum, let me know and I'll drop it on a couple of radio and TV <laughs> shows and we'll put the pressure on them. It's that easy. Oh, I tell you, I'll, I'll be disappointed if that does happen. But uh, no. hey, next at Geelong, I just want to give a quick tip here, yep. mate, for Conta. I just think she's a, a good each-way chance. Won well at Hillsville uh, a couple of months ago and uh, trained by Craig Traherne. And Craig's having a pretty good run. He had highly explosive go around uh, in the match races at Sandown Park. So box number four, small field. I think there's a few boxes being ticked and you're currently getting about $4.80. She has been down the track her last few but in a lot better races than what she is here so worth an each way play next race at Geelong number four Conta there's only two place dividends but I do think she'll be thereabouts that is on the other side of the news the right around the country James Vandermark Cam Luke Geelong just over a little minute away box four is where we're looking and hopefully we're going to look and see jump and get all the way to the line first at a nice price too which I really do like James Vandermark. Yeah, and I've been generous too, haven't I? I've given it to you within plenty of time, yeah, plenty so there'll be time. no excuses if it does get home. That the it's, it's like punters that haven't downloaded the Watchdog app. You'd be in exactly the same boat as the people who have not downloaded the Watchdog app as yet. So, look, we're getting about $5. As I said, I, I'm probably basing this form a little bit of, of what this Greyhound is capable of doing. You go through that most recent form, and it has been finding trouble. You, you haven't been able to see the best of this dog. So... I think early days it was winning races and, and running home very good sections at the Meadows. So the field of five, you would imagine at some point in this race it's going to get a clear crack at them. And, and if it does, I think if it's on the speed, not too far away, it, it's going to be pretty hard to hold out. Uh, betting Drift says I'm crazy. 360 out to 550. So let's hope we defy that. Might even be worth playing a, a top tote type of bet the way this Greyhound's rolling out market-wise as well. I like where your head's at. You're all over it. You have not missed a beat, and I've just backed this thing, James, which is the good thing is that when we come back, <laughs> I'd rather give you a spray and maybe feel a little bit better about myself or I'll play some music. Oh. <laughs> right, you've got me worried, though. But once you do give a good push for a dog, yeah. they, they normally never win. Nah, it'll, so win. it'll win. Let's, let's hope this one can get the job done. Good price. It'll win. I'll tell Giddy you up. what, it's 10 degrees where I am. I reckon it's colder where you are. I reckon it's even colder in Geelong. Let's get there now. Coming in now for race number eight, Crumb Stags on the inside in one. Box three vacant. Aston Tribute five, box seven vacant. Set to go here, green light. They're ready. Steady rain here at Geelong. Box about to go. 
racing inside of ever there crumb snakes on the inside and uh, showing speed after the start there was Aston tribute hard to pick a leader going through ask for more on the inside as they come up the back straight ask for more got through and led off the back straight by four lengths now Aston tribute followed by Connor the inside a long gap then to crumb snakes back of the tail of the field is Sizzlin Sanchez turning for home the leader went wide ask for more it's clear though it's got it one ask for more is going to win it from either Connor which will get second so we ask for more second Connor second third will be Aston tribute followed then by crumb snakes and also Sizzlin Sanchez and the time is showing around 26-22 hey look a runner rider gave us half a little hope but in the end the favorite well and truly too strong yeah, it was a nice win from Ask for More, another greyhound that was was dropping back a little bit in distance, but uh, just just got burnt off when it got caught up with the, the yellow and the early part. Ask for More went through underneath. It gave us a run for the money, mm -hmm. two to a place top tote. So we're we're going to take that, and that's what I said earlier. There was only five dogs in it, I think, so there was two place divvies. So I thought on the each way it looked a winnable type of profitable race, and it, it's turned out that way. But look, as it turned out, it was a it was a it was a one dog affair really. Ask for More absolutely spanking them. All right, let's get into maybe we're nine minutes away, eight minutes away from the next at Horsham. Do you want to touch on uh, Ferdinand Boy and a perfect product? Yeah, I reckon we should. Uh, we'll touch on Ferdinand Boy first. This was the inaugural running of the uh, the Horizon, as it's uh, known, the uh, the feature race down at Sale. Twenty five k to the winner. SEN track of. Oh, I just keep losing James Vandermart. So what I'll do for a split second is play Ferdinand Boy, winning the horizon, and we'll get back to Jimmy on the other side of this. Green light. Ready for the big one. I've got you back, mate. Set. Racing. Fernando Boy on the yeah, inside did, yeah. came out okay. Ferdinand Boy and Dream Wizard goes to leave it. Now Ferdinand Boy goes to the lead. Up on the outside, Dr. Tucker third. And then for the back came Whistling Bullet. Around the outside, Amiga Dodge on its inside, Massimo. Then Aussie Secret. Well back tonight with Puppy Go Fast. Up to the corner. Ferdinand Boy the leader by length or so. Dr. Tucker's angling for the inside. Dr. Tucker's got the run, but kicking back Ferdinand Boy. Ferdinand Boy wins the horizon from Dr. Tucker. Only just, Wizard. but he wins it. Great race name, great race. And in the end, James Van der Marte, uh, superstar, gets it done. Yeah, look, he's become a serious dog, hasn't he? He won the Shepparton Cup, Ballarat Cup. Uh, he was in the Warnable Cup match race. He, he's become a star. And then to go out and win the horizon just shows his class. Uh, interesting to note, too, when they turn for home, that, that it's the closest uh, broadcast and and camera point that I can think of in Victoria where they're, they're filming pretty much right beside the track and it's at a really low level. So when they turn for home, that greyhound that gets up on the inside, it's a bit of a, a visual deception that you think it's a lot closer than it actually is because Ferdinand Boy sort of was always going to hold Dr Tucker and even though it looked like Dr Tucker was getting awfully close, he, he was sort of safely holding him the whole way. He got the job done and, and to Dave and Rose Gilly, he's, he's a serious greyhound, this one. He's, he's got pace, but he, he can also finish it off and... Uh, to the, 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 the greyhounds that finished in the placings, they were both terrific too. Dr Tucker and, uh, and Dream Wizard, who's been knocking on the door. He's, he's in a lot of country cups. He, he never runs a place in them. So to, to crack it for a third in the horizon was, I think, another step in the right direction for Mallon and Sean Lithgow with their boy Dream Wizard. So well done to all concerned and well done to Sal for putting on a terrific night. Just before we touch on perfect product, mm -hmm. I've just got a message come through from Matty Field. Um, he's a, an avid listener of SEN Track and he, he loves his racing shows and uh, knows how to back and, and tip a winner as well. He said it's about 14 degrees down at Geelong. So there we go. I'm not sure if, if, 
Well, I'm not sure if Matty's sitting inside with the heater on and he's, he's got the, uh, the old thermometer sitting right beside him, but uh, it, it looked like it was about minus 14 at Geelong. So we might get Matty. If, you, if you're listening now, Matty, have another look at that thermometer, mate, and just make sure it's not a minus 14 because it looked pretty poxy, to be fair, down there at uh, Geelong for that previous. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And if it's 14, I reckon half the state's going to try and get down there because the rest of the state well, <laughs> is shivering into single figures. Yeah, and not only that, mate, they're, they're regional somehow down at Geelong as yep. well. Look, I, I live in the Yarra Valley, and, mm -hmm. and don't get me started, we, we, we have acres before our, our next house, and we're, we're classed as metro. And unfortunately, Geelong, which is a, a city in my book, they are, they are regional. But hopefully, within time, we'll all be out of it, and we all, uh, we all can look back and, and, and forget about what had happened, I suppose. But uh, perfect product. This is a greyhound going places. I wanted to speak of this because... This is a young dog who won the Restricted Win Series on the night of the horizon. And when we speak of Ferdinand Boy, we all know how good he is, what he's done and, and what he can be. But this young dog perfect product went quicker. He's only lightly raced. He's got so much upside that I think if you grab a black book, pop his name in, he could be something pretty handy. Ready for a start, set, racing. Golden Skyrocket came out pretty well out wide on the track. Perfect product, though, will lead it. Perfect product, the leader from Golden Skyrocket. Going up on the outside there was Tiger Isla. Just off those then came Rearview Mirror. In behind those was Cosmic Roy. On the outside, Rock On Runner. And well back there was Simon Says. Coming up to the home corner. And the leader was Perfect Product. Got away by two or three up the straight. And Perfect Product sails away with the final. Tiger Isla second. Golden Skyrocket a handy third. Nice. Very impressive. Yeah, it's a nice run, and, and one thing I like, this was only a couple of days ago, two days ago, uh, Rearview Mirror has since gone on to race today at Hillsville and, and beat a pretty handy field up the straight. So the form line of the race is strong. Uh, Rearview Mirror finished off fifth in that race, and the winner was supremely impressive. Runners-up was, was huge as well, Tiger Rider. I think she's worth black booking. Um, and also Everlovin' Man, who could end up being a pretty handy sprinter, finished off fourth. So a couple of pretty handy ones in that one-to-four-win series, but perfect product. Let's face it, you're not going to name a Greyhound perfect product unless you think it's going to be something above average. That's very true. It's very, very true. Or it's just a waste of a good name on a bad Greyhound. Yeah, and it does happen sometimes, but uh, when, when you see a first starter and they're named to be fast, you, yes. you sort of think they're, they're almost worth taking the punt on and having a bet, uh, and sometimes depending on the kennel, because each kennel can think their greyhounds, some will, will think their greyhounds are probably faster than they are, and, and some are the opposite, where they, they actually talk them down and, and don't expect too much from them, and they perform quicker. So, yeah, look, perfect product. With a name like that, you'd imagine from the, the Graham Joe's kennel to a, an astute trainer here in Victoria that that he was going to be something pretty handy. Unbelievable. Let's get to uh, the next at Horsham. Still a couple of minutes away. What do you like? Yeah, I'd like to tip a winner. Uh, that's, that's what I'd like Echoed to do. Echoed by and... the SEN track family, mate. But, oh, so we'll, 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 we'll get one here. We're, we're hanging in there, though, because they, they've sort of kept running places and we keep getting something back, but we're just not... We're not breaking the shackles and, and running free down the Flemington Strait just as yet. We're still locked up looking for a run, but uh, hopefully we get it here. Crime Allen Comet uh, is my on top up, number two. This Greyhound won a heat of the Vic Breeders. You know how I feel about Vic Breeders' form. I, my theory is if Connections target these races and they have a goal to Vic Breeders' series, especially if they go well through them, 
It just gives me confidence that the Greyhound's got ability and has been showing ability uh, since then. Went around at Horsham last week, 23-42. Found a touch of trouble from box seven. I think looks better drawn closer to the inside, just so he can get... Uh, get a clear run at the lure early. Uh, number six, West Song's the clear danger. Formerly with Team Daly, has some good metropolitan form, uh, pretty strong chaser, and you wouldn't want to see him up alongside. But I'd be surprised if the winner doesn't come from that duo, and I'm pretty keen on, on number two to get the job done. Let's just hope if Crime Ellen Comet is away cleanly and up on the speed, West Song is not right beside him. I want to point this out as well. It is probably colder in Horsham than it is in Geelong. So, uh, Maddie, if you're listening, which I know you are, uh, if you got the temperature there, if, if you Here tell me go. it's 14 in Horsham, I'll go he. It's seven degrees in Horsham, apparently, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Geelong could be 14. No, Maddie, Maddie's dead set dream. It's saying here, Maddie. I know he'd be listening. Eight degrees in Geelong. Yep, so there we I go. don't know if he's in. He might be sort of in Packington Street. You know, the, the really suavey section down there at uh, down at Geelong. But it's not going to be fourteen. I, I agree. I agree because you mentioned earlier, as you were right, it's regional. He may be in a beer garden under one oh, of those. You know, those, you know those heaters. Those yeah, beer heaters that. that are really cool. You <laughs> like to have a red wine after a uh, long day at work. That must uh, be where he's be. sitting because there is no yeah. way in the world it is uh, fourteen degrees. Our Horsham Grey, uh, Geelong Greyhounds right now, which would absolutely have stunned me. Come on, Matty. <laughs> Tell me more, mate. Tell me more. Let's see. He goes... Oh, no. He's just replied 7.9 no, degrees. Yeah, so yeah. he's... I think he's made a blunder yeah. with his message. Good on you, Matty. You've, yeah. you've made us have a laugh anyway, mate. But uh, hopefully, just stay warm because you do have to be careful of snow as well down, uh, down at Geelong. <laughs> Look, I, every time I call down there, even in, even in the warmer months, Cam, you walk across this sort of this rooftop uh, ladder type of system to get into the broadcast box. And it always feels like you're walking across to the Antarctic. Like, it's never warm. So on a day like today, I can see why Ronnie Hawkeswell was complaining about the mercury not rising a few races ago. <laughs> Let's get to the ninth. Box two, is that right, Jimmy? <laughs> yeah, we're going to go to two, but two. we don't want to see the six too close. But uh, I think this is a pretty handy type crime, Allen Comet. And again, you're not going to call the Greyhound a Comet unless they've got some dash. True. Let's get to Horsham. Race of the day, previous to Cracker Jack Sunny. Outgun Moa Meadow, super big, and fourth in the race, Tigalong Rebel in 27.5.3. So about to move in. Race nine today, it's 2.30 Crime Island Comet, 2.25 West Song, $7 Bella Rocks, 26 Red Mahogany, 34 Mahogany Queen, 23 Owls Draw 4 and 16 One Ton. So about to move in. Favourite six ahead of two with a further update. Six is in further now to 220 and two tightens in even further to 225. So it really has developed into a two-way battle in betting markets between two and six. And they're the two major chances here ahead of eight Bella Rocks and then good double-figure odds the rest. Well over 60 seconds past start time here. And waiting on them to move in. They're getting set now. Coming up. Race 9, the favoured 220 West Song. 2.30 Crime Island Comet. 7.50 Bella Rocks. 17 one ton. 21 L's draw 4. 23 Red Mahogany. 34 Mahogany Queen. Getting set. Coming in now. Race... Number nine at Horsham, last of them going in. And they're right to go, green lights on. They're set now, locked and loaded. Ready to go. 
racing. Crymelon Comet left well on the rail. He's going to motor through and be a joint leader with Elves Draw 4 going up West Song to make it almost a line of three. And they're followed by Mahogany Queen and Red Mahogany. Around them goes Bella Rocks in one ton. Up to the turn, Crymelon Comet went through to lead now to Elves Draw 4, West Song running on. Mahogany Queen and Bella Rocks as Crymelon Comet turned in front. West Song on the rail trying to pick up, but Crymelon Comet for the moment doing it well. In fact, forging clear and Crymelon Comet's far too good. Beats All West I do Song. is win, win, win. No matter what, got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the field, there we go. go oh. And they stay there. Wins a win. I gotta squeeze a break in before the next of Geelong. Right around Australia. James Vandermark goes bang on the fiddle of the chase. We got one here, Jimmy. We're about to go with Geelong. Do you have one? Oh, the pink. Jimmy goes bang. I think we'll go bang. And I'm James. Jimmy, what more Makes can you well. say? Loves box eight. You've really, uh, you've, unlucky in his last two. You've already left an omen bet on the floor earlier in the hour, so you don't want to miss another omen bet. So no. Too. All right, box yeah. eight. Now, go on. I got Matty, I dare you to text in and say that it's 14 degrees in Geelong. It's a damn hurricane <laughs> right down there. Monsoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's down to four degrees. And Jimmy's, about to, <laughs> Jimmy's about to go bang. Now, race number nine over the 400. About to move in race nine. We've allowed Tommy to go to the inside one box, three bacon, Atomic Icon five. Uh, Harriet seven. Short Tyson two, my mascara. Be running in this weather, I'd suggest. And Jimmy goes bang in box number eight. Green light. Stand by for a start. There to go. They're set. Racing, side of move out there, Riverdale Tommy, the inside speed after the start there from Atomic Icon going fast. Round the outside is our Harriet now to be second, third, back to the inside is My Mascara, followed by Short Tyson. Gap of the race centre, Jimmy goes bang, and back of the tail, Riverdale Tommy turning for home. Gee, our Harriet went via the cape in the straight, Atomic Icon the leader. It's nicely clear. Short Tyson now, Harriet down the outside, but it's going to be Atomic Icon first. Short Tyson second, our Harriet third. In behind them then, over to the inside would have been Riverdale Tommy ah, followed screw by My bits. Mascara. Five, two, and seven, the numbers in the ninth well, mate, July. I, 21, jeez. I, I don't know what to do because you you leave one, it yep. wins at 15 to one, and then you, you go, no, I'll do the right thing and, and get on the the omen. It just never works out that way. Atomic Icon, this is a greyhound that won at Hillsville a couple of weeks ago at about $71. So no stranger to winning at a big price and, and normally doesn't go that well on the circle but got the start right. Jimmy goes bang. He did look as if he was maybe even a little bit sore up the home straight. He, he found a bit of trouble leaving the back and he got beaten a long, long way into last placing. So... Oh, I might have just lost Jimmy again, have I? Don't forget, Black Book. That's what you need to do. Download the Watchdog app, open a Black Book account and never miss your favourite Greyhounds racing again. So he's watching his... Uh, He's race dog with his, uh, his his better half, and and it just didn't go to plan. But hey, that's the the joys of racing. I got to tell you this, Jimmy. I missed most of that. You dropped out and you come back in off the end. But uh, oh no! In, <laughs> in fact, almost all of it. But you know what? You have got me. Yeah, I've got you now. You got me. <laughs> I think the weather. Yeah, I do. I was just heavy. saying, Jimmy. The yep. uh, the owner of Jimmy goes bang. He, I think so, yeah. Look, he said the Greyhound was pretty unlucky in his last couple, but he, he said he's also had a bit of a shoulder injury. So hopefully he, he pulls up okay and we can see him again soon. Beautifully done. Hey, anything for tonight we should keep an eye on uh, from a betting perspective? 
Power, power, power. Just back to power dogs. There's a couple of them in tonight for Stephen Bruce White. They're both going to be odds on. Take them in multis. I think they'll both win. So if you do that, uh, you should have a pretty good night. We'll be back on Thursday to preview all of the racing from uh, Sandown Park. Also, don't mind race one, number one, down at Warrigal, Bonnie Yogi. So hopefully there's a couple of uh, winners to, to get us through what is going to be a pretty chilly, cold night. But race five, number one, should be winning. The other one was race eight, number five, Power of Janie. So as good luck and happy punting, mate. As always, mate. Thank you. Pleasure. See you Thursday. James Vandermart, superstar, tears it apart, not just from a calling perspective, but also right here on SEN Track. All right, we're out of here. Ben's tomorrow, our man Andrew Bensley from 8am now, Victoria, 8.30 nationally. Toby McKinnon will trot life us through the mid-morning before the man who calls himself Tagalicious and Fitz Magic roll through a Wednesday right around the country. C Brown got a retrospective vote this morning. Remarkable. We had a great day. Trust you enjoyed it too. Thank you, Donna's out the back. Thank you to listening wherever you might be around the country. SEN Track, your new home of chasing, pacing and racing. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.